The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the marketing podcast, where we talk about how digital Intelligent digital marketing and web development solve business problems. Join as always with co-host, co-founder, Trinity Web Media, Kevin Everly. Kevin, how are you today? Greg, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I can't complain. Uh, sort of he, out here on the East Coast, we, we got teased with some fall weather, and now it's hot as hell again. So yeah. um, I'm, not, I'm not used to this. What do they call this? Indian summer? Yeah, right? Indian summer. <clears throat> I think it's just straight bullshit. But anyway... <laughs> We got some Indian summer going on over here, but everything else going going pretty well. So, you know, as always, our podcast is pretty relevant to our business and things that we hear and things that we deal with on a on a weekly and monthly or on a continual basis. So, you know, a lot of stuff came up last week where you and I started some conversations about, you know, user experience and user experience either being like web user experience or maybe social media user experience or just straight up like customer experience. You know, that's also sort of a, a loosely defined user experience. And the term that keeps coming to my mind is frictionless. How do businesses and how do, you know, trusted partners go ahead and make a frictionless experience for everybody involved in their brand? And, you know, this has given me a lot of thought and this is some next level shit. You know, we talk about how if you want to achieve next level results, you have to do, be willing to do next level things. And I think that this fits in perfectly with that. So today, I, if it's all right with you, I wanted to talk about sort of the frictionless experience and how Trinity Web Media goes ahead, goes and uh, goes about trying to serve up a frictionless experience to everyone. So what do you think of that? I love it. I think it's fantastic. <clears throat> so, you know, in my mind, a frictionless experience, of course also has to do with optimization. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think that maybe, you know, you can say a frictionless experience or an optimized experience. I think yeah. that, you know, they're, they're sort of both in this one in the same. So to me, it, it's almost like seamless, but like to me, to you, what are the, what's the difference between a seamless experience and a frictionless or. I, I think that, I think that we're mincing words. I think that we're all, we're saying the same thing. Okay. You know, I, I think that, you know, an optimized experience or a seamless experience or, or this or that, you know, what, what we want to do is we want to be able to get everybody and get the customer exactly what they need or the user exactly what they need in the least amount of time. So how do we go about starting to sort of make that stuff happen? Um, what do you think? So when you, when you hear me talk about frictionless experience, what comes to your mind? <sighs> yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think a lot of forethought and strategy and everything, really. I mean, I really think it starts with putting yourself in a user's shoes, whether it's the client or a web user, and, you know, giving them what you'd expect and what would convert you. Yeah, and a lot of times we talk about the frictionless client experience, and that's, you know, how many, it should only be one click to get them to go from point A to point B to what they really want. When a customer is asking a question, it should be the most direct answer without beating around the bush. Mm -hmm. To me, that's an experience. You know, I, I think that we what we can do is we can go ahead and really, really hone down on processes and say, 
how often do we really do that? How often are we, or how often are we going ahead and making that experience super, super easy for everyone involved? Yeah. I mean, I know on the, on the client level, we do that with, you know, being extremely proactive, trying to stay as head as, as ahead of the curve as we can. And, you know, really breaking down the processes and, you know, okay, does this make our life easier, but the client's harder? Yeah. I mean, that's my number one thing is I want to make sure that everything that we do makes everybody that we work with and every brand that we work with that their life that much easier. Otherwise there's no use for us. You know, I think that, you know, there are some things, uh, you know, when, when you let's, you know, let's talk about social media, the social experience in your mind, what's a frictionless experience or what's a good optimized experience for, uh, you, you know, for a user who's coming to an account and who wants to seek more information. Oh, I think it's the little things, the details. Can I go and click the about page and learn more about you? Right. Is there, is there a brand story? You know, right. I, I'm going to dig into the background a little bit and then look at the recent posts. You know, how, how recent are your posts? How, what's your frequency? Are you just posting once a week when you publish content? You know, cause right. that's, that's to me is not being, uh, being social. Right. I mean, you know, there's always that argument between being social and doing social. And, you, you, you know, we, we've talked about that. But I think that what we're what also is, <laughs> are you giving are you delivering on what you promised? That's a mm-hmm. huge thing. You know, if you create a frictionless experience and you get people from point A to point B in the quickest amount possible, you know, and you're saying this is what you get by you know, interacting with us, or this is what you get by clicking this button, or this is what you get by following us or liking us or calling us and asking us questions. You know, if you get that out there, I think that that is part of the the whole experience where it's like, you know, there's nothing worse than breaking trust because you're just being stupid Mm -hmm. and not thinking about things and saying, oh, well, you know, you click here and then from here, click here to be redirected or then click here to find the you know, that's just garbage. You know, give them what what you know. You got to give your audience and give your users exactly what you say you're going to give them in the least amount of time possible. Sure. You know, it also comes when clients at like let's say a client sends us an email or a text message about a question. You know, if I don't know the answer or I don't understand the question, you know, and I see that you're cc'd on it, mm-hmm. that's something like I can go to you and be like, hey, can you help me make sense of this? Mm-hmm. To me, you and I conferring. And then getting down to what we think it means and then going back to saying, okay, I think that, so rather than saying, can you explain to us what you mean? We could rather say, okay, so I, I think I hear, I hear you saying this, this, and this, you know, for us to handle that, this is how we should proceed, you know, rather than just saying, rather than going into details and, you know, and, and wasting their time, like let's us collaborative, collaboratively figure it out. You know, I think that's also part of a, a frictionless experience. That's yeah. Listening to understand instead of just responding. Yeah. I mean, I think that the world, I, you know, and that's a great, great point, Kevin. I think that in the whole marketing world, I think people do too much knee jerk. They send out too many knee jerk responses mm-hmm. without trying to digest, understand, figure out how to solve the problem. And because you have to remember these people are coming to you because there's a problem, mm-hmm. right? They're following you because, even like you want to drill down the most basic of social media, right? 
you are solving a problem in some way, shape, or form. Let's say you're just posting funny memes, right? <clears throat> you're solving a problem by brightening up somebody's day or maybe mm-hmm. having a bad time at whatever. You know, like I post a lot of pictures of food that I cook. My, the problem that I'm solving is, look, somebody as basic as me can go ahead and eat this kind of, you know, plant-based diet. You know, it's, it's, it, there's still a problem resolution thing to mm-hmm. every single interaction that we have. And I, I think that more times than not, a lot of people lose sight of that. And when yeah. you lose sight of that, you, you take your eye off why you're really there and why people are really there. Yeah. You know, it, it's operating with intent with the end user in mind. Yeah, exactly. And I love, I always love that phrase, operating with intent. Everything that we do have to ha- has to have intent, even if that intent is just to make somebody laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That is, that is still an atten- intent. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I think that most of our, the intent that we run with is what problem are we solving? And when you can go back and say, okay, well, how are we solving this problem? What's our problem solving methodology internally or strategically? Versus just, you know, the, the worst kind of, you know, I hate when it's just like, uh, like nonprofits, like to help us out, click here. And then you go mm-hmm. to a page, like what should be on that page? On that page should be all the ways that you can help, including a donation form. Sure. I should not have to search for a donation form in order to make a donation because you know what? I'm going to be over it. And it's, you can have the greatest cause in the world. But at some point, I'm going to be over it just because of the knack, you know, and, and the user behavior. Going back to that example, let's say they need volunteers, but they just say click here to help and you're not located anywhere around them. Right. You know, that could have easily, hey, we're looking for volunteers in X, Y, Z area, right. you know, to make it applicable to you. Yeah. And that's exactly like, you, you know, the, the, the shit that I'm, the, the things that I'm talking about with the frictionless experience. Like how can you make a mm-hmm. business or out there? Frictionless experience, you know, if you really want to take this to the next level, look at the retail space. <clears throat> like how many times is a retail store configured and staffed to really have a great customer experience? Like in my mind, like in your mind, like when you go into a brick and mortar retail store, mm-hmm. name one place, one or two places where you have a great customer experience. Oh, man. I'm going to have to say Nordstrom. Always. Right. That was on my list. Nordstrom was on my list. Always. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a frequent visitor by any means, but when I right. need something right. in a pinch. Nordstrom was on my list. The other one, the Apple store. Apple. Yeah. <clears throat> Apple gives a great customer experience. Mm-hmm. You can go there. You can play with the device. Somebody comes to you. There's no lines to check out. Yeah. You know, you check out right with somebody. You know, the only thing that sucks with Apple is if you're buying something small and you want to pay cash for it. You want, to see, you want to see somebody freak out in the Apple store, try to pay cash or anything. <laughs> you know, that's like a, a major freak out. But it's like, that's one of the things. I think Nordstrom has a great customer experience. Mm-hmm. I think that um, Apple has one. I'm told REI has a great one. Mm-hmm. REI encourages you to buy their products that they sell, use them for up to a year. And if you don't like them, after using them for a year, you can still return them. Amazing. They wow. want you to go and run in their shoes. They want you to go out and, you know, go camping and use their bags or their packs and things like that. You know, they want you mm-hmm. to do that. That's like a frictionless. That's like yeah. also, you know, in my mind, a frictionless experience. When you start providing a frictionless and a consistent and maybe an optimized experience, what you're starting to do is you're starting to mitigate risk. Mm-hmm. 
and you're starting to build trust and you're starting to eliminate any kind of doubt that people may have with maybe working with you. And I don't care if you are, if your ticket is a $3.50 or $5 cup of coffee versus, mm-hmm. you know, something larger than, than that. I think that those are all just different examples of it. So in your mind, what happens when you create the best frictionless or the best, the most optimized experience? What so, do you think happens with your clients? So I think first of all, clients getting exposure to who you are, how you do business, what you stand for. I think down the line, you know, with uh, consist- consistency in that experience, you know, over time you're building trust. Right. And I think that what you're doing is you're eliminating competition. I yeah. think the more that you can the, do that, you the you're more you eliminate competition and the more you really give, you know, you're a trusted partner and the more that you really give everybody no doubt as to who they should be working with, why they should be working with you and how you're going to conduct business. I really think that's the way you uncommoditize your services. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to decommoditize anything, I think that that is the best way to do it is to provide the best experience. Now, yep. you know, Trinity Web Media, we go, we strive to do that 100%. Do we fall short? Of course. I have one project yep. that just went off the rails because I misunderstood something and went down a different path. You know, we've had different, you know, different things happen over time. Nobody's perfect, but if you're, mm-hmm. if you are, you know, if you shoot for 100% and let's say you get 90%, like you are 90% better than a lot of your competitors out there. I mean, of course, 100% perfect, 100% is really what you want. But mm-hmm. there's going to be time to time that you fall short. And it's just time to have the conversation, recognize it, figure out how to make things better and how to move on. And I think that that's yeah. just a key point in any kind of problem solving business. So any final thoughts on on this frictionless experience? I think that this is something that, our listeners, our audience is going to hear us talk more and more about over, through the course of time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a great topic. I think it's super relevant in today's world where there's so much, you know, you've got to really cut through noise to get your audience's attention. And once you know, you, this is the way you make yourself different. Yeah, and once you have their attention, you only have, still have a very, very finite amount mm-hmm. of time to keep their attention. Yeah, and it takes very little to break that trust you've been, you know, that takes a very long time to build. Yeah, I think that when you start thinking frictionless, think about your website, think about how you conduct yourself social media wise, mm-hmm. think about how your content is created, think about how you answer emails. I mean, it's all of those things that build to a bigger picture and help take you to the next level. So yeah, good conversation, Kev. I definitely enjoy talking about stuff like this. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks everybody for listening. You can catch more episodes of The New Marketing Show at trinitywebmedia.com slash apple-podcasts or wherever you get any of your other podcasts, just search in The New Media Show, The New Marketing Show, and you will find us. If you have a moment, rate, review, subscribe, do all that great stuff. We'd love to hear from you. So until next time, Kevin, thanks for your time, and I will talk to you later. Thanks, Greg, and thanks everybody for listening.